Well, a huge game uh, coming up this weekend. I mean, West Coast and Collingwood, they played off in the 2018 grand final um, with the Eagles winning. But since that day, I think West Coast have taken a bit of a hit. Oh, yeah. They've fallen well down the ladder. Collingwood have um, they've risen again. They have. One of the superstars that played for both clubs. Um, what a talent this guy was. As I was mentioned before the break, 209 games for the Eagles, 18 with the Pies. Oh, the big Q stick, and that's Quentin Lynch. G'day, Quentin. Hi, guys. How are we? Oh, right. Couldn't be better speaking to you, mate. Um, how are we finding yourself on this uh, wonderful Wednesday? Are we are we prepared for another game of footy uh, this weekend? Uh, yeah, look, she's a bit warm and woolly over here in Perth today. But, um, yeah, look, I'm actually getting along to the game this weekend. So uh, hopefully the Eagles can um, you know build on what they did last weekend to Essendon and make a bit of a game out of it against the Pies. It's was here, mate. How, how are you seeing sort of things from over in WA? I mean, we get little bits of it and uh, we know um, Simo's under a bit of pressure. Uh, how are you sort of seeing things o- over that side? Look, yeah, we all know the story. They've been crippled by injuries. Let's, yeah. not, you know, let's not beat around the bush there. But um, they have bottomed out probably a little bit more than, uh, you know, as an ex-player and a life member, you would hope to see them bottom out. And, you know, there was some... There's still some worrying signs that I think that's you know some of the effort sometimes is a little bit questionable. Which, uh, in, in, if you're a coach or a player at any team, when, when you're questioning effort, that's a worry because it's something you can really give without ability. So, uh, as a past player, that's probably something I'll question a little bit along the way. Um, some away the they've lost some of the time, so um, I think they need to right that ship a little bit uh, for the rest of the year, just to uh, show the supporters they do care. Can you see that? To also being a, a leadership, uh, well, not so much issue, but a leadership um, with, with you, some of your leaders being injured as well. Yeah, look, the, the amount of experience they haven't got on the field at the moment is you know astronomical, really, when you look at it. Um, but you know, it still doesn't matter who you put on the paddock. Oh, I still feel that you, you know, from the youngest kid to the oldest kid that walks on the ground. Uh, every game you can still give effort and um, that's the one thing as a footballer uh, you don't want questioned about yourself um, and as a coach you don't want you know as a player you don't want the coach questioning that about you either so um, look that's coming from my sort of my coach's hat I still coach a bit of junior footy and you know the one thing I always ask my players to do is make sure they give maximal effort well, I mean, that's what you and your footy club did back in the day and you obviously went on to win that 2016, uh, 20, uh, 2006 uh, premiership. Uh, you know, amazing circumstances. But is it, is it, I mean, how surprising is it? We'll get back to, to, to those glory days soon. But how um, were you were expecting this bad a performance by West Coast going in? Oh, look, you never expect it, no. We're, we're a pretty proud footy club over here since the day of the inception. So, um, look, no, it's taken a few by surprise, I would have thought. But, you know, getting back to my original point, when you do have such, you know, crippling injuries, mm. and obviously the last year it was started, and then, I was, you know, we would have thought that, you know, they would have got them all on the paddy again this year, but they've pretty much gone through the the same thing again. So it's, it's hard. And, and, you know, with a young team going out every week, um, you know, when you've got that many young blokes out there, that you know, the form is going to fluctuate, obviously. The young blokes find it hard, especially when there's so many of them out there that, you know, form consistency when you're young. A young player is very difficult. And um, as you said, when, we, when there's not so many leaders around you as well, it makes it even harder. So, hey, look, it's all, it's all good exposure for those young blokes. It'll show them what... Yeah, AFL footy's all about and where they need to get to to be a real force in the competition. 
And none better this week than playing uh, the Pies, who you also played a few games for uh, at the opposite end of the table. At the moment, looking really good. Uh, how have you seen them? Yeah, look, I actually snuck over to Melbourne last weekend to watch him, uh, watch my old mate Steely Sidebone bottom play 300s. It didn't oh, end uh, how we'd all wished, but um, look, they're, even though as an ex-player, but just as a football viewer, they are such, you know, a great mm-hmm. footy team to watch if you uh, if you like watching, you know, exciting footy, turn on the pies, they seem to play with great energy um, and, and just, ne- they're never out of the contest, never never matter what the scoreboard says and uh, yeah they're exciting to watch and I think any genuine footy viewer would love just to turn on the TV just to watch them the way they're going about at the moment and they do look unstoppable at the moment obviously you're only halfway through the season but uh, um, you know and they've had a few injury worries throughout the year as well themselves with, with their big men's uh, stocks but um, they seem to get through them alright and uh yeah, nothing seems to be stopping them too quickly at the moment. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. They're good to watch. Uh, just quickly on Steele, um, I remember watching his under-18 grand final performance. I was commentating, it was. Well, when Jack was commentating, I'm um, like, and it was unbelievable. But then, yeah, he, he gets picked up, I think, at number 11. Uh, but, yeah, he's, he's just one of those special players, isn't he? Yeah, definitely. And it's funny you bring that up because, you know, I bring that story up all the time was because they used to televise the Tennis mm. Cup Grand Final the night before the AFL Grand Final so that was 2009 and for some reason I sat down to watch it as well and obviously didn't know back then and just turned the game on and thought oh, who the hell is this kid kicking 10 out of the guts yeah. <laughs> near, on, near on 40 possessions and uh, well 12 months later he played the AFL Grand Final didn't he so um, look he's you know he's in rare rare now 300 games he's got there very quickly and you know father's little setback he's had now he hasn't had too many serious injuries and you know I've got no idea he's got a few more good years in him left yet so just wondering then um, because obviously I called the game for um, uh, Casey Radio you were listening to that at the time as well (laughs) Of course. <laughs> I don't think that's stretched this far across the country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, let's talk about your footy now, Quinton. Um, we're speaking to Quinton Lynch, premiership player for the Eagles. Tell us, I mean, well, the, the little error that you had at the, the Eagles, which was, well, extraordinary. You played with all the legends of the footy mm-hmm. club. Um, um, and, I mean, your time there, do you look back with it at it with just so much fondness? Yeah, I do. Look, it was a special time, part of my life. And, uh, you know, to, to, what I spent 11 years of my, my life there, uh, you know, became a second home. And, and as you said, got to play with some real greats at the club. And uh, I was lucky enough to earn my own life membership. So, you know, the club holds a really, you know, special place in my heart. But, um, you know, it was, it was fun times. You know, it's not till you're out of the game and you, you know, punching a keyboard selling insurance like I am now that you realise how fun footy was and uh, not just the footy itself but just the camaraderie you had with all the mates every day rocking up to a footy club and hanging around with 35 of your best mates so you know those are the sort of things you miss but you know obviously you, you get older and your body slows down as much as your mind will keep going and you have to find something else to do but um, no, very fond memories of the Eagles and you know, you know I like to get down there as much as I can and you know, have a look around when I can and career-wise, I mean, uh, up forward, we're looking at uh, forwards now and one in sp- especially McKay is having a heap of trouble with his routine. I mean, you had a pretty set routine that, from what I can remember. Yeah, look, I did by the end of it, but it's not been around the bush. I had my, my, my troubles throughout my career too with, you know, I suppose you'd call me yips if anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you go through that as a player and I suppose you've got to, you've got to come out the other end, as you said, with a clear routine and, and stick to it. Um, 
I think, you know, looking at looking at McKay at the moment, McKay at the moment, I don't think he actually knows what he wants to do when he gets the foot in his hands, which is always a worry. And, you know, as I said, I've been through that as well. And, um, but you just got to find something uh, that you want to stick with. And if it goes wrong every now and then, you know, too bad, you've got to stick at it and, and, and it'll, you know, the fruit from that will come in the end once you keep practising it. But, um, yeah, this, the idea of kicking around the corner wasn't really around when I, you know, it's not something I even imagined doing, but now it's a, nearly a second thought to do a drop one at the moment. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit odd, it's a bit odd. Uh, one of the dead set giveaways um, for you when you were playing, uh, when you were going to have a kick for goal from, you know, 60 usually was take the glove off. Uh, tell us about the origins of the glove and why you decided to wear it in the back half of your career. Uh, look, I pretty much wore it most of my career. I, before I even got to the Eagles, I was wearing a, a glove when I was playing in the Waffle over here. So, uh, and then I found some good ones. Um, uh, my aunts had ones. Uh, they were quite useful. Uh, and then, so obviously in the back end of my career, the reason it came off more often than not was I had to put it onto my, my more dominant hand, my right hand, due to the fact that I had a bad finger injury. Um, so obviously it really did hamper my ball drop if I kept it on. So that's the, hence the reason it came off. Early in the career, I didn't take it off as much as on my left hand. And when I was kicking, you know, obviously right foot, it didn't really didn't worry me too much. So, um, But, yeah, back in the career, went on to my right hand to try and um, save the finger from uh, getting completely destroyed. And that's what sort of came off and became a bit of an icon of when I did that a shot of goal. And you could kick a ball. Do you... Re- do you remember your biggest kick, whether it been at training or or somewhere, just having having a bit of a kick? Because I'm yeah, tipping you would have got over seventy. The biggest one I kicked was at, at uh, Subiaco against North Melbourne. One day I kicked a lob one from about seventy five, and it landed. <laughs> on <the ball>. Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> It wouldn't, have cleared, it wouldn't have cleared it if there was no in the goal square, but it lobbed on the goal line. So that was... Uh, I only know that because one of the TV reporters over here measured it. <laughs> oh, fantastic. <laughs> awesome. Um, now, tell us um, about your build-up to the 2006 Premiership, mate. Um, the 2005 one was a strange one for you, considering you played a lot of footy, but got dropped at the back end of the year in the, in the final series. I mean, was that obviously difficult to take? Yeah, it was, look was pretty difficult to take and uh, got dropped for the prelim and uh, was struggling with a bit of OP back then but uh, I freshened up and probably put myself right in the, in the mix to play in the grand final um, yeah, I remember. except the coaches chose a couple of other boys in front of me so yeah watched that one from the grandstands which was pretty pretty hard to swallow but um, look the lead up to those six I was just so determined uh, in 2006 to you know not, not give my spot up again that um, you know just made sure I ticked all the boxes to get myself cherry robbed to have a great year and um, was lucky enough to you know, be a part of that 2006 grand final and, and you know obviously I went through the whole build up in the 05 one so, so the build up was something that probably as the whole team we'd, we'd been through so it was sort of a, a less of a less of a thing the second year round and we were probably a lot more focused and, and knew what we were there for and probably just went there to get the job done in the end. Yeah. Is it sort of good to look back on it even though it was one all it was probably two of the best grand, grand final. finals that we've we've witnessed? Yeah and I think you know I think it's only fitting that you know I know we were, everyone would have liked to win too you know the Eagles and the Swans but if you do look back over that, that period of time you know and probably Talked to a few of the Swans boys. I think we'd all agree it was a pretty uh, one. All was a pretty fair fair result. I think um, <laughs> considering considering the rival we had through those periods, and it's not until you know late late after you finished, and you know I've seen a few of those lads around 
over the time. You, know, you talk about it, and you know you can probably shake hands and say yeah, one all is a pretty great result. Really, yeah. would have been pretty, either way, it would have been pretty bad if one of us didn't win one. Yes, no, that's very true. Did you do you ever go up to Woosher and say we would have won two if I'd have played in no five? <laughs> I probably did after 06, after about 10 stubbies. <laughs> <laughs> was, he, was he a hard man? Uh, like, he was a hard man on the field. I mean, how was he off? Oh, look, he was pretty straight down the line. Coach, you know where he stood with him most of the time. So, um, yeah, but he was also a great leader of men and, and, you know, the boys followed him pretty hard. So, um, no, he was, he was a good coach. And, you know, he, he, later in his coaching career, he got some really good tactical people around him and which helped him become an even better coach. So, uh, he, he was a good coach and, uh, you know, proofs in the pudding, he, he was pretty successful. Yeah. And what do you what do you make of um, the 2000? Obviously, the premiership was fantastic, but the, the stories that have since come out of that um, premiership and the, the, the players... Um, behaviour and all that sort of stuff. Uh, does it take a bit of shine off it, or do you not look at that? Look, I don't. You know, don't waste too much energy thinking about that. No, obviously, you know, the, the, the things of few blokes have had in their private life since since then have you know haven't been great, and, you know, and the good mates of mine, you know, that we're talking about. So, mm. but you know, between the four walls and, and all the players, we know that had no effect on what we were doing as a team. Um, at a time, so um, what you know those blokes are going through since post footy is you know sad, and, and we try and help them through it. But you know, for, for my opinion, it takes no shine off what we we you know we were able to produce as a footy team in that period. Well, that's good. And coaching, you said you're coaching now. Um, what else are you up to, and, and how's life been, and how's the rig? Yeah, no, look, I uh, coach um, sort of schoolboys footy, so sort of. Um, so sort it's of 16, 17, 18 year old. So, you know, I really enjoy that. Been doing that for six years and, um, yeah, doing my insurance breaking. Look, try to keep fit as I can. Uh, the body's okay. Uh, the knees aren't liking me too much, but um, <laughs> that's probably because I run on the bitumen too much. But no, I do keep them okay, Nick, and uh, no, I enjoy staying healthy and you know, three kids on the, go- on the ground. So, with all their sport and so forth, life, uh, never a dull moment. It yeah, makes absolutely. funny. Seemed like it was a cakewalk now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so, Quentin, you've, uh, you've got one pick out of Judd, Kerr, Cousins, Emily. Who are you taking? Yeah, we, uh, well, let's say Dean Cox. I don't, don't miss any of the three. <laughs> oh, well played. <laughs> well played. It, well, it, it would have been a delight being full forward to them. Eh? It would have been a delight being a full forward to them. Yeah, look, and you miss a couple of, you know, like mm. some under, underlying blokes like Chad Fletcher was always a nice bloke to lead to as well. So uh, I was uh, I was pretty lucky to um, play with some really good players uh, in a really good era. Oh, yes. <laughs> and one last one for me. The, the, the media over there with some of the ex-players running around, uh, Embers and a few others, they seem to just always be having a good time. Well, I assume off the field things are, uh, in the past players, things are pretty good. Yeah, look, we all still try and keep in touch. Pretty, you know, I'm, re- I'm really good mates with Embers. Um, we we catch up fairly regularly and speak very often. So, um, and he's in, in the media and the radio over here. So, um, yeah, no, look, it's a pretty good place to hang around. So we're, mm. we're pretty lucky in that sense. Um, but yeah, we try and keep on in touch with each other. And you know, when you win, uh, when you play in such you know good footy teams in good eras, it's um, it always forms a pretty formidable bond for a long time. Fantastic. Yep. Um, so um, who wins the Quinton Lynch Cup on uh, Saturday night, mate? Look, I'll be there, uh, take my family. I'm actually doing a bit of a, uh, 
I'm actually going to the dunking pool for the MMD games. A big freeze game over here. We don't have a slide, but I've been conned into uh, getting dunked into an ice bucket. Well played. Uh, Look, I think Collingwood uh, will obviously probably take the chocolates on the night, but as I said, I just hope the Eagles can really build on what they did against um, uh, Essendon last week, and they've got a couple of senior players back and, and so forth, and you know, just just keep building towards the end of the year. This is it's really about um, getting some experience into these young kids now and, and building into what can be bigger things come the future. Yeah, I'm sure. They've got a few rising stars on their books already uh, for this year, so the Eagles aren't going that badly. I mean, it looks bad, but it's not as bad as it seems, I, I believe. Hey, Quinton, we'll leave it there, buddy. Uh, thank you so much for giving us some of your time, mate. It's an absolute joy uh, chatting and reminiscing about your career with you, mate. Pleasure, guys. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, mate. Good, man. Quinton Lynch. Oh, superstar full forward for the West Coast Eagles in their heyday. What an era that was.